Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist, The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for the Jordan Harbinger show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on your favorite podcast platform. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. 
Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hi, my name's Andy, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Thursday Morning. A few days back, I got an email from somebody in the Headspace community who had been using meditation as a way of feeling more comfortable in giving talks in her workplace. And she didn't say in the email, but I suspect the idea was that if she practiced meditation, she would lose any fear and therefore feel very sort of confident. And I think that's quite a common way of thinking about meditation, that somehow it's going to get rid of the thing that we don't like in our mind, and in turn it's going to leave us free to express ourselves as we might like to in life. It's interesting, she said that the advice that she had had in her workplace was to not worry too much about it, but to just be herself. And I feel like that's advice we've all received in our life over time. Just go and be yourself. She said the problem with this advice and just being herself was that it was terrifying. And again, I think for most of us at some stage in our life, we will have had that feeling. To be vulnerable, to expose ourselves in that way, there's something sort of terrifying about it. And we might think that meditation can somehow eliminate that fear. But what it's really saying is, can we find a way in being present with that fear? So it's not that we're getting rid of the terror, we're getting more comfortable with the terror. We're actually willing to put ourselves in a position where there is fear, where there is anxiety in the mind. But we're not running away from it. We're not trying to block it out. We're not getting involved in it. We are simply present with it. And it reminded me of the difference between acting mindful and being mindful. You know, when I went to my first monastery, when I look back now, I think what I became good at was less on being focused in my mind. I learned how to walk very slowly. I learned how to eat very slowly. I learned how to sit for long periods of time with my legs tangled up. Those outward actions and behaviours were not necessarily reflective of what was going on in my mind at the time. There was still a lot of internal dialogue. There was still a lot of chatter. And not that we're trying to stop that, but I would say that I was involved in it. I wasn't necessarily sort of watching it and observing it without any bias. So there's this idea that maybe we need to behave in a particular way in order to be mindful. Even in the the example of sort of giving a talk, that we have to appear very confident, completely sort of free from fear. For me, that really undersells the value of mindfulness. When I went to my next monastery, when I kind of went on to, it may have been a, a few monasteries later, I remember seeing a completely different form and expression of mindfulness where people were a lot more kind of relaxed. There was a lot more laughter, a lot more humor. Yes, some people were walking slowly, some were walking very quickly. Some people were eating slowly, some were eating very fast. And the truth is, I have no idea what was going on in their minds. What I do know is that when I relaxed into life, I relaxed into my practice. 
and I found that there was no set shape for mindfulness, actually. It was simply life is expressed differently through each of us and it's for each of us to find a way to make mindfulness part of our life where we are cultivating, actively cultivating awareness and compassion in our life. And sometimes that means showing up and being present, not just in those moments where everything is going nicely and we get to experience the excitement and joy of life. Sometimes it's showing up and being present in those really challenging times when we might be afraid, when we might be scared, when we might be sad. As much as possible, it's helpful to let go of any external notions of what it should be or what it should look like. And instead, focus on relaxing into life. When we do that, we naturally find our practice. Thanks for tuning in today. I look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow. Hey everyone, it's Rosie. If you're here, I assume you like Radio Headspace. And if you like Radio Headspace, you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring every teacher on this show and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering all of your questions and giving advice on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. We hope you'll join us soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.